All right, welcome back to Fit Life with Sarah Gunter. As always, I am your host, Sarah Gunter, and today we are having a cool conversation um, about working out. So um, just stay tuned and keep listening because I am going to give you the absolute best reasons on why you should work out. Thank you for joining me today on another episode of my podcast and um, just I want to say thank you for taking the time again just out of your day listening to the information that I have um, to give you guys. Uh, It takes a lot of effort to make these podcasts so I definitely appreciate all the love and all the listens. So we're going to get on with it with the reasons why you should work out. And I have a total of six reasons, and a lot of them you already know, but it's just always good to hear again and have that constant reminder of, oh yeah, this is why I'm doing that is because of this issue. Because it's always easy to lose sight. There are even times with me where I'm like, like, why am I even doing this again? Like, what's the point? So it's always good to have that reminder just in the back of your head. So if you need to replay this episode um, again and again, just have that reminder, feel free to do so because we all have different reasons on why you should work out and we're all on different journeys. So I just wanted to hit just general reasons, um, but they're pretty big reasons. And of course, everyone has their own little reasons on why um, they should be working out or they are working out or maybe they want to work out. But um, I pretty much hit the main reasons here. So we're going to just start with number one. And there is no rhyme or reason. So it's not like number one is like the ultimate number one reason why you should work out. And number six isn't. It's they're all very, very, very important. And um, yeah, we're gonna get started. So number one is just keeps you in check with your body. So that is the number one reason that I have listed. Um, not that it is number one, but it is a number. It is a reason uh, why you should work out is to help keep you in check with your body. So I wrote some like subcategories of that, and really, it's we're when you're working out, you're working towards better mobility and better strength. And um, I posted a video on my Instagram about mobility exercises you can do. And then of course, strength training, I've talked about that. Um, So what I really mean is you should be able to look at a task or look at something and know that you can do the task or move that object or something like that. You should be 100% like, okay, I know I can do that. And the only way to really know that is to practice it. So working out and strength training and doing all this stuff that, you know, we call working out, it keeps you in check with your body because you can look at an object and say, oh, I know I can do that because I work out. You know, I can lift this object. Like when we apply for jobs, it's like, you know, can you lift something 50 pounds? It's like, 
Most of us can, but can we do it effectively and efficiently? Most of us can't. (laughs) And so working out and then of course working out properly is going to help you, one, answer that question with confidence. Yeah, I can lift 50 pounds. I can also do it with proper form so I'm not going to hurt myself, Um, which, you know, that's super, super important. Um, And we just need to... We just need to be able to do things in life where we're moving things. Like, we're, we move from house to house. You know, we pack stuff up in a box and we put it in our garage, you know, for seasonal, like, holidays. Like, how many people decorate their house? Pretty much everybody. And it takes a lot of work. Or even gardening. Like, you should be able to look at a project and say, okay, I can do that. It's not going to be super easy, but I know that I'm going to be able to do it. And, you know, you're not going to be, you know, you're going to know when to stop and when, you know, you can keep going. So that's kind of one part of keeping your keeping in check with your body. Um, Also, um, one thing I ask pretty frequently, especially to my new clients, is um, just basic overall health questions. So do you have more energy or are you do you feel like you're more productive Um, or Sometimes, you know, if I can tell something's going on, I, you know, do you have less energy? Like, is something bothering you? Like, are you in pain? Like, those are really important questions as a trainer that I have to ask. But if you don't have a trainer, you need to be noticing these things. So if you're coming into the gym and you're like, oh, like another gym session or another training session, this is like, I'm going to, this is going to kill me. And then you leave the gym or, and you're not improved at all. Then something's going on and you need to either take a break or totally switch up your routine. Um, if you're on the other end, if you're coming in and you're like, yeah, I'm so excited for my gym session. And then you leave like, that was such a great workout. Then obviously it's doing, you're doing something really good. So you have to take a mental note of that and be like, I felt really good when I did this, or I felt bad when I did this. You're going to have to notice those things. And that's your responsibility. I mean, as a trainer, like if I have you as a client, then as a trainer, I can tell when someone's not into it. And I can tell when someone's really into it. Yeah. I'm not afraid to ask you hate this exercise. So like, yes, like, okay, well, I mean, we're going to keep doing it because it's good for you, you know, depending on the exercise. Um, or we might modify or, you know, so on and so forth. Um, but you yourself, you have to keep, you know, track of what makes you feel good and what doesn't. Um, so that's that's really it. Um, also, one thing is, and you're going to lo- think that this is just so stupid, but I, I am so shocked every single time, um, you know, I hear something like this. So it working out can help you learn your body and you can tell if something is wrong or just not right. And so I know we all, I know that it's not so stupid because we all go through this, but it just baffles my mind when, and I'll just, I'll explain here in a second, but we all experience things in life where it's like, man, I just don't feel like something's right. You know, I feel off today. We always have those off days. If those off days tend to last longer than a day, you know, off day, then, you know, that's what it is. The next day we should be back at it, moving on 
to being a little bit more productive and feeling a little bit better. If those off days continue for more than one day, then it's time to go check in with someone and see like what the heck is going on. You know, whether you're confiding in a friend, you know, you can just say, hey, I feel kind of off. You know, you can talk about it with a friend, a family member, or if you don't trust them, um, which, you know, sometimes that's fine because everyone gives their own opinions. Um, You might need to seek out a health professional, whether in the psychology department or in the medicine department. So it's just... That's only if you're feeling off for longer than, you know, a few days. If it's if this feeling is going on and being continuous where you're not up to par, then something is going on and, you know, it's going to be your responsibility to go, to go check it out. But one of the reasons why you might know that is because you work out consistently, you, you know, are eating healthy, things like that. If you're doing, you know, quote unquote, all the right things, then you know, you notice that you're off for a week. Okay, what the heck? Let's try to go into next week and you're still feeling off. Something's not right. And you, you know, you need to go get it checked out. You need to go get something figured out. And it could be an array of things. So I'm not going to tell you specific things might be wrong with you. But I mean, you that's why we have health professionals, you need to go to someone to help help you figure out what the heck is going on. So that would consist of getting, you know, your blood drawn, getting specific labs done, um, doing some research on your own and getting those labs drawn. Sometimes it's a long process, but it's not going to be any more. It's not going to be any shorter if you just don't do anything about it and you keep feeling like crap. So working out, you know, being consistent, you know, that's going to help you just learn your body. And when I was saying that it just baffles my mind is because there are a lot of people out there that do not understand their body at all. It's like they are just this human being that doesn't get like what is going on in their body. And they're like, why does this hurt? It's like, I don't know. Why does it hurt? What did you do? Well, I don't really know what I did. It's like, well, what the frick? You don't pay attention to your body at all. I mean, yeah, but I mean, clearly you don't because you're telling me something hurts and you don't even know like what the frick you did. Like, and there's many other things. (laughs) Like, you ate something. Okay, well, my stomach hurts. Okay, well, what did you eat? Well, I don't really know. I eat everything that I normally eat. But in reality, you're lying because you don't. I mean, it's just, there. it's a process. And there's a lot of people out there like that. And it just bugs me. You got to keep track. You got to keep track of your body, what you're doing, and then what you put in your body. Because you can wake up one morning and be like, man, I'm in a lot of pain. It's like, okay, is it from sleeping wrong? Or did you work out really hard yesterday? Or did you do a big yard big yard work yesterday? I mean, there has to be a reason for it. You can't just wake up and be like, oh, I don't know what the frick happened to me. It's like, you gotta pay attention to what the heck is going on. And if it's a repetitive thing, where say you do you know, a big job in the yard, like plant flowers, and you threw out your back, okay, I mean, that's very easily that can happen, then, you know, you go, you don't do anything to take care of it, and then you go back into the same project, and then that happens again, you're not paying attention to your body at all, because you're constantly doing the same thing, and then getting hurt, and then you're just, you're not doing anything to prevent that, and then you're getting hurt again, like, 
it, that's, I think, the definition of insanity. Well, that's not, but my definition of insanity. It's just you got to keep track of your body. You got to just stay in tuned. And really, that's kind of what it's about. Learning your body's really important. And especially with food. Especially with food. Um, and then also, that kind of just leads into keeping track of injuries. Literally, what I just said is if you had if you did something the day before and you don't remember what you did to cause pain in your leg or in your shoulders how can anyone help you i mean like people can help but not in the right way because if we don't know what caused it then we're not going to know to not do that again you know what i mean so it's just you gotta keep in tune with your body people that's the number one reason and you know that's not the number one but it's a it's a top reason um and you know that's why i suggest working out is because it helps you just keep in tune with your body keep everything regulated like okay i feel good for this feel bad in this and so on and so forth everything that i just talked about so um Let's see. Okay. Number two that I came up with is very simple. (laughs) Not a huge long explanation like number one is if you have health problems such as hypertension, diabetes, high cholesterol, and obesity, and you know, many other things, exercise can help all of that. (laughs) So you may be put on, you know, medications for some of these and the majority of people that I deal with, and when I say majority is I've only had one person that I've worked with that has had type 1 diabetes, which is, you know, type 1 is where your body just naturally doesn't produce the insulin, I think. Oh my god, fact check me on that. Um, because obviously I don't have my computer in front of me, but, um, it's basically, you know, you're born with diabetes and that's type one and type two is the adult onset, um, diabetes, which is caused by eating junk food and sugar and loads of salt and just overeating and doing nothing. Basically that is adult onset diabetes. And that you're, I mean, it's the same exact thing as type one, but you yourself caused yourself to be diabetic. That's most people that I have worked with. It's like, okay, like you can freaking get off that medication if you would just move and eat right. <laughs> I mean, that's easy. Working out, I mean, it just helps all of that. And that just leads into high blood pressure. I mean, come on, people. If you just exercised, got blood flow going, you know, opened up the um, your veins a little bit, get more blood flow in there, that would, that would help a, a lot. I mean, I know plaque builds up in the arteries, but I mean, it's just, it's the same thing. If you just exercise and if you just ate a little bit healthier, your blood pressure will go down, especially if you yourself caused it. If you have a genetic condition where you just have high blood pressure all the time, that's going to be a lot more difficult for you to not be on medication for that. Um, Just because genetically, that is how your body has been wired, unfortunately. Um, but you can still help yourself by being on either like the lowest dose or, you know, being able to like cycle on or off of it. If that's even a thing, um, is to, um, 
work out. And don't listen to me for professional health advice because I'm not a doctor. So talk to your doctor first because you probably should not cycle medication. <laughs> um, so, and then same thing with high cholesterol, you know, getting those cholesterol numbers down. A lot of that is going to have to do with the diet. But when you work out and you're moving, the last thing you want to do is just ruin your workout with a giant piece of cake or something like that. And there's always the jokes with, I work out so I can have cake. It's like, okay, well, I mean, you can laugh about that, but you're not doing yourself any justice at all. Because if you're serious about seeing some results, then you're not going to be doing that. And then obviously obesity, that just ties into all of it. I mean, it's all... It's a one and done. You work out, we eat a little bit better, then, you know, we're going to lose some weight, especially if you have weight to lose. Now, if you don't have weight to lose, then you don't have to be concerned about this problem um, unless you do have, like, diabetes, which may be, you know, type 1, um, things like that. I mean, obesity, I mean, that that's the big um like tear and then all these things kind of fall underneath it because more than likely if you're obese you do have high blood pressure diabetes and high cholesterol and you know all these other issues that just come with the territory of being obese and unfortunately that's kind of what happens so working out that's a you know this is a very top reason on you know why you should work out because I mean, we don't want to live a life of despair and, you know, being obese for the rest of our life. I mean, it's just, it's not healthy for us. We're supposed to be agile and we're supposed to move. When we're obese, we can't do that. So get moving. (laughs) Um, So let's move on to number three, which this is another just huge one. I'd say all these are like number one reasons. Um, So one of the number one reasons (laughs) is uh, this number three for me is taking control of your own life and being independent when you need to be. And a lot of this, um, I may be talking about like older adults just because when we're younger, we can move like no problem. But when as we get older, then we start to lose that. And so that's something that's really important when we get to like a certain age where, you know, maybe we haven't been working out and maybe we're, we're in our 40s. We have to, I mean, we might need to start depending on people depending on how bad our situation is. And that's really stupid. I mean, you don't want to be, you know, over the age of 40 and having to depend on someone coming to pick you up or to like pick you up, not literally to pick you up to go somewhere because Maybe you can't drive because of a certain situation or um, that you can't, you know, cook because you don't know how to cook. So someone has to deliver food to you or I mean, there's just certain things we just need to take control of our life. And working out does that working out gives us the freedom to take control of our life. And that's just what this is. Also, I mean, I struggle with this just because my husband is a freaking strong like serious like insanely strong person which can be annoying because um when I want to have like maybe I want spaghetti one night and we have a jar of sauce that's been in the refrigerator you know for a couple days 
I cannot get the jar off <laughs> because he ties it on there so tightly. And plus, when it gets cold, it just like locks it in. I mean, I work out, you know, so that's really important. But just in general, we should be able to, you know, be strong enough to, with our hands, to take the lid off. And, you know, in my case, you know, not everyone lives with a bodybuilder. So, you know, we're not having to deal with that problem. So for you, it's, you are going to need to be able to be responsible for, you know, taking lids off of jars. And as you get older, it's going to be more crucial because you're going to get way, way, way weaker. And you don't want to have to like, you know, do absolutely anything to freaking get the jar open. I mean, that's, that's stupid. You know, when we can, as simple as the task is, you know, getting the jar, you know, or the lid open off the jar or reaching for the, in the top part of the cabinet, putting something on top of a shelf, you know, you don't have to wait for someone to come and get it for you. It's, I can do it on my own because I am strong enough because I work out. And that's going to be just something super beneficial from, you know, working out. And it's, you know, we tend to find those things happening in the older adults. So like maybe if you're an adult, your parents, if you find them like not being able to do stuff anymore, have they been working out now? No, they haven't been. Well, that's a repercussion. Now, now you as the kid, you're going to have to be at your parents' side, you know, doing all this crap for them, or you're going to have to hire someone to do it because they they didn't take care of their body when they had the chance. And I mean, that's kind of harsh, but it's very true. If you don't take care of your body when you have the chance, then you're putting a lot of people in despair. You know, and I'm talking about things that can be prevented. You know, I know there's a lot of things that cannot be prevented where, you know, the kids have to take care of their parents. Um, But if you did not take care of your body to the best of your ability when you could have, then you're you're just doing you're putting yourself out of justice and you're putting your kids or your friends or you know any of your family members out of justice and out of independence because now you have to depend on them and then they have added another thing to their list of to do is oh well now I got to go take care of my parents because they can't freaking do anything or you know pay for someone to do that which you know thank god we have people that do that I mean, that's a blessing that we have people that are willing to do that. But the goal is that we're not in that situation. The goal is that we have taken care of ourselves, you know, really well. So then we're not having to depend on other people to take care of us. So I hope that all kind of made sense in in a loop-de-loop way. Um, So number four, uh, the number four reason why you should be working out is confidence. So nothing feels better um, than feeling confident in your own skin. And nothing is wrong with wanting to look good, okay? Sometimes people have said to me, like, I have a vain, you know, goal. It's like it's not vain at all because you want to um, you, you want to look good. I mean, we live in a society where looking good matters over like anything sometimes you know but you know if you're really 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 smart it's okay to be ugly but if you're not really 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 smart then you have to look good which is really stupid because all of us are you know beautiful and handsome in our own ways so it's just 
you know, the whole society thing sucks. But, you know, because of our society is we do want to look good. I mean, how many of us check ourselves in the mirror out every single day? All, every single person, unless you don't own a mirror, which is ridiculous, um, because I'm pretty sure we all do. Um, it's, uh, you know, we want to feel good and we want to look good. And working out helps us with that. So working out, you know, we start to build muscle. We start to gain that confidence and clothes start fitting a little bit better. Maybe we didn't lose weight um, or gain weight like how we wanted, but we just feel like we look better and so our confidence just shoots through the roof and it's like whatever I know I know that I look great because I've worked really hard for this and that's I mean that's what it is working out really really helps with our confidence and I mean I know it makes me more confident and I know it makes you know my husband more confident when he works out and I know every single one of my clients just feel 10 times more confident than they did because, you know, their programming is proper and, you know, I help them. So it's like, but, you know, they're working out, they're doing the work. So it's just, you just do the work. You got to do a little bit of something to feel good. And if you're not going to work out and, you know, whatever, if you're, if you feel crap in your own skin and you're not going to do anything about it, then you're going to have to live with that choice. If you feel like crap in your skin and then you want to work out, then, I mean, you're going to begin to feel a little bit better about yourself just because you feel like you look better. I mean, it's kind of stupid to be talking. I mean, it's not stupid, but it's just a vain thing, kind of like how I said earlier, to talk about. But it's not vain because we all want to look better. And we all, like, thrive from getting compliments. I mean, why do you think that we're obsessed with the social media? I mean, I just talked about this a couple days ago um, on my Social Dilemma podcast. They put the likes on there. They put the loves on there. They put the shares on there for a freaking reason to make us feel good. So when you get 100 likes on a photo, oh, you're so beautiful. And then the comments, wow, you look really good. We're like just feeding into that. Oh, yeah, like so-and-so thinks I look really good. It's like amazing. And then we, when we don't get that many likes or that many comments, we're like, ooh, maybe I didn't look good in that picture. I mean, come on. It's, we all do it. And we all get, you know, self-conscious about certain things. But you have the power to change that. And that's, you know, working out and eating right and, you know, all that good stuff. Um, so let's move on to number five living a long time so working out helps us live a long time and then um basically just i kind of said on here all the things from reason number two um like uh let me look back here um hypertension diabetes high cholesterol obesity if you experience all those things and you're not doing anything to help yourself, you're more than likely not going to live a long time. But if you do, your quality of life is going to be really, really crappy. <laughs> because if you're on all these medications, you're going to get so many side effects from those medications. And then you're going to be put on medications from those side effects. And it's going to, you know, just be so, so stupid in the end. It's like I'm taking all these pills and I feel worse when really all you could have done is just worked out go for a walk, be consistent, eat a fruit and vegetable. I mean, it's so simple, people. Like, we want to live a long time, and we also want to have a high quality of life. So that's the biggest thing. Um, so we, um, 
um, oh, what did I say? My notes are all messy. But uh, basically what I just wrote on here was we lose quality of life if we're not doing something to make us better. And we have to live with the philosophy that we want to be better every single day. And so that means you have to do something, even if it's something small, something challenging every single day. And that is how we become better. You know, just something little, something really small. So if you absolutely hate vegetables, you're going to challenge yourself to eat one, you know, either a half cup of vegetables or a cup of vegetables that this one day. It doesn't have to be every day, but today I'm going to challenge myself to eating one cup of vegetables and I'm going to make that challenge and I'm going to succeed and I'm going to feel good about myself. Tomorrow it can be a completely different challenge. I'm going to go walk for a mile. I mean, it can be like that. I mean, just challenge yourself and do something or you can be like, I'm going to do 10 push-ups in a row or you know, whatever. It can be different every single day, but that is how we get better every single day and then the more that we do that the our quality of life gets better just because we're doing something we're moving we're preventing disease in our own body and that's the best part about this it's just you know we're really preventing disease from popping up in our bodies and i know that there's plenty of diseases out there that even really healthy people get you know even if they work out and eat right um that's really out of our genetic control sometimes but for the most part, you know, if you're, if you're working out and if you're eating right, you're not going to be sick and miserable as someone who has all these health issues and have to take medication. I mean, we working out, just moving and eating right, that's going to be the biggest, biggest thing. Um, so we're moving on to number six. And this one is fun <laughs> because... Um, one of the reasons why you should work out is so you can build a community. So our social life is just as important as our health, like our physical health, okay? We can um, work out, eat right, lose weight, be 100% perfect on our diet or whatever, but our social life might suffer from that because... I mean, maybe you're eating completely different foods from all your friends. Maybe you're not drinking alcohol, you're not eating carbs or things like that. And then, you know, you go to a dinner party where you are more than likely going to be tempted by all this food that is probably not very healthy unless you have a friend who's a health nut. Then you're going to be tempted and you might just opt out to not go or be, you know, willing to just bring your own food. But it's like you there's a stigma that comes to that it looks weird and your friends might and that's a whole nother thing is food shaming people should not be food shaming someone for sticking to their goals but that's a part of our social life that's important we don't want to be looked at weird by people even though they may not say anything or they do accept it but it's still weird i mean Working out, you build a community. So you start to be around people with the same goals, people with the same mindset, and you build those types of friendships. And then even if you're not um, like crazy, because, you know, in the bodybuilding industry, we like to hang around bodybuilders because we do that. You know, we know what it takes. But if you're not, if you're just a normal fitness person, 
you know, you should invite a couple of your friends. Hey, let's go for a walk today because, and then we can catch up and we can exercise at the same time. Or let's go to the gym together and let's work out. I mean, I see so many girls and guys, so many uh, groups working out together. And it's like, it's a, it's like a party. I mean, they're working out really hard, of course, but it's like, they're having so much fun. And it just makes you want to get your friend in there and be like, hey, we can do that too. And really working out, I mean, when you're working out together, it just builds a better friendship or even a better relationship. Um, And uh, it can really bring people together. So, um, oh, one thing too, family unity. You can do family workouts. Like I um, actually have two clients who work out with their daughters and it's amazing because it one thing I've noticed and that I've asked because I want to know is hey how is home life when you know with your daughter is it better or you know about the same or you know it's just a little bit more fun because you are working out together there's that challenge there's that push do you guys enjoy each other's company more you know things like that and usually the answer is yes and it's just it brings families together in ways that you didn't think would help um i mean workout working out does a lot um just for the family and your friends and uh even your boyfriend girlfriend or you know your spouse um and that's kind of where i want to go to is how me and zach met is i mean we really met through a friend but our like-mindedness was bodybuilding and fitness and all that cool stuff and um we liked a lot of the same people on you know social media and it really just kind of brought us together and here we are you know four years later for like four almost four and a half months later and we're together or four and a half months geez okay it's four and a half years (laughs) yeah we've been married for not for a long time we married for three years, um, and we've been together four and a half, and um, it just keep it just keeps us together. It keeps us grounded because that was our roots. So, you know, even if someone's having a bad day, we can always say, you know, how was your workout, or you know, what did what did you do in your workout today? Or I'm working out today. I'm working out my legs. It's going to be a lot of fun. You know, I mean, we share that type of, um, excitement together. And so we hype each other up and that really helps our relationship. And plus it helps that we have the same goals. It's really hard to have a friendship or relationship with someone that is completely opposite of you. If you have, you know, some friends that like to go out to eat and just eat junk food and drink a lot of alcohol and you maybe you're not so into that or maybe you really, really want to take control of your health and get things figured out, then it's going to be really, really, really hard to be around those people or that person because they're going to keep doing them and they have every single right to because we are in a free country and you can do whatever you want to, really. I mean, within reason, because we have reason. But um, you can do whatever you want, you know? You can eat junk food. You can drink alcohol. I mean, we can do this stuff. And you can go to parties, and you can go out and do whatever. But if you do seriously need 
to take control of your health, those people are not going to be good for you, okay? Because they're going to keep doing them. And now you have to completely change yourself. I mean, not completely, but you're going to have to change what some of the habits that you're doing. So, and you know, the problem is too, is they may not understand like why you're doing something because they aren't you. I mean, maybe they eat a bunch of junk food and they have like the cleanest arteries, the best beating heart. (laughs) They're in a good bill of health, whatever, but they eat like crap. And you, on the other hand, you eat like crap (laughs) and you have plaque buildup in your arteries and you maybe, I mean, if you're older, maybe you had a heart attack or, you know, whatever. I mean, or even when you're younger, I mean, kids are crazy nowadays, but your health isn't in the best shape compared to your friend and you're doing the same things. You're going to have to change that because if you keep going on that path, then with your genetics, you will die. I mean, not that you will die, but you run the risk. I mean, you're, you're hurting yourself and it's just not good for you. So being around that person, they're probably not going to understand because if they're fine, well, I'm fine. So, I mean, I know that you may not be fine, but I'm not going to change what I'm doing. And if it's super tempting for you, that's not going to be a good thing to be around. Um, so, you know, really working out and doing a, doing a whole fitness journey and even going to the gym, you start to meet people that, you know, maybe have the same issues as you. Oh my God, I had to go to the gym and I had to work out. I had to hire a trainer because I was going to kill myself with, you know, the lack of movement and not eat or not eating right. You know, I mean, and that happens and, you know, you might have the same story. Oh my God. Now you can relate together and now you can be like, Hey, how was your, you know, nighttime snack? I need help with these recipes because I'm eating the same thing every day. Like, what are you eating that tastes really good? Or how do you do this? I mean, you really build a friendship with these people that are going through the exact same thing as you. And that's the beauty of it is because it's just, you know, it's better when someone's going through stuff with you. I mean, the suffer is real or the struggle is real sometimes. And, uh, Sometimes you might be suffering, (laughs) but, um, you know, that it's, oh, it's going to be for a good cause. And, you know, if you're friends that you've had for a long time, or honestly, I hate to say it, but even a spouse or a boyfriend or girlfriend, if you are having to totally change your lifestyle to be a better person and a better version of you and to take care of your health, to live a long, high quality life, and that person does not support it it might be a good time to cut them off or just walk away for a minute. I mean, you always, always, always need to take care of you first. You are first, okay? And I mean, I know, you know, living in the South, it's God is always number one, okay? That is always number one. But you have to come right along next to that because you cannot take care of the people that need to be taken care of, like your kids or even your spouse or your pets or whatever. You can't properly take care of those people without you being healthy. Because if you are running rampant, going crazy, stressed out, sleep deprived and overweight and you're having to go to the doctor 24-7, there is no time to take care of anyone else, you know, and or even yourself. I mean, just you need, you need to have yourself in a good, clean bill of health. 
before you can 100% take charge and help other people. You got to do you first. And it's a very hard thing for some people to realize. So that's why surrounding yourself and building up a community with people with the same mindset, you know, at the gym or if you're switching gyms, you know, because one's not motivating enough for, you know, you, you want to be in a be around different people. I mean, it's important and it really it really helps us be more successful in our fitness journey and um yeah we just overall feel better (laughs) so i'm gonna end my rant with that because i could probably go on forever i may have repeated myself a hundred times there but um we are going to close this podcast out um so just to reiterate um i'm gonna list off the reasons why you should work out um one keep your body um in check so keep you in check with your body Um, Number two, takes care of health problems such as hypertension, diabetes, high cholesterol, and obesity. Um, Taking control of your life and being independent when you need to be. Um, And then as we age, you know, being more independent. Uh, Building more confidence and uh, living a long time and having a high quality of life. And then also building a community. So I hope you guys really, really enjoyed this podcast. I actually had a lot of fun writing this and also recording. Um, It seemed very seamless for me to talk about this stuff because I believe in all of it. Obviously, I wouldn't be telling you guys if I didn't believe in it. That would be stupid of me. Um, so I definitely appreciate it. If you guys enjoyed it as much as I did, then please share this with your friends and, um, share this with everybody, share it on the world. Um, share this, rate my podcast, please. Uh, if I'm doing really well, give me five stars. If I'm not, then you need to tell me, um, (laughs) do not give me a one star. You just tell me and I'll fix it. Um, also, uh, please leave a review on my podcast. Um, because that's going to help my podcast just reach more people, help me grow a bigger audience so then more people can be getting the help and we can start to have a better America where we're all living healthier, higher quality lives. All right, well, I'm going to close out. Thank you again for listening and I appreciate you and have a great rest of your day.